0: The Mind Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eye? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place or thing that you have gratitude for. And start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation.
1: Welcome to the Mindspo podcast. You are tuning in for another episode in the Mindspo manifestation series brought to you by Manifesty App. I am sitting with my partner in life, my partner in crime, and my partner in business, the co-founder of Mindspo and Manifesty App, Chris Soul.
2: Hello again.
1: We are back. We are back. We're doing something different today. We are. And it is in the spirit of what this episode is all about. So every single episode of the Mindspot podcast so far, we have put in a lot of effort. We have had the lights going, we've got the set going, we've got a cute fit on. We've really been just going all in on the podcast and going all in on a lot of things this year. And I've been a little bit frazzled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the last like few weeks I've been a little frazzled and I was like, so I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast today, but then I'm going to break my streak in podcasting. And you've and been
2: I, so consistent. And
1: I've been so consistent. And this is the one thing that is keeping me so energized and so excited. And I know that this funk that I'm in is going to pass. And then I said, you know what? We need to do a podcast about something that we can actually embody while we are doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it is something that I need right now with where I'm at right now. And that is just making things a little more easy, simplifying things, sedahana, just like taking the pressure off things. And when it comes to manifesting, this is a huge one because sometimes we are applying so much pressure, so much force. We have things that we want to do and things that we're passionate about or even things that we're doing. And we can kind of get into this energy of just giving 110 all the time. And then if you're giving 110 all the time, something's going to give at some point or another. And this podcast is all about something that you teach me all the time, so And what is that? What's that? You know what it is. What,
2: what would this look like if it were easy?
1: Exactly. Yeah. What would this look like if it was it's easy? A, it's
2: a great question to ask yourself often. I think as human beings, we overcomplicate things so much. Sometimes we become perfectionists, analysis, paralysis. And it's just a really great thing to ask yourself often, like, what would this look like? if it were easy, and as you said, it ties in so directly with manifesting because ease and flow and joy and, you know, enjoying the journey and embodying the vibration of whatever it is that you want to manifest already being yours, you know, of course it's yours, of course it's coming. Like taking that pressure off, taking the pedestal down is I think it ties so well with this. Yeah. But I definitely love your approach today, the fact that you just said, you know what, let's just get up there. No makeup, no wardrobe changes, no setting up the cameras and trying to line it all up and whatever. No, we just <laughs> rolled in here and pressed record and we I'm said, like, we're not even are gonna, you? We're
1: not even going to edit this podcast. Yeah, what? We don't even <laughs> edit the podcast that much. There's no. not a lot of editing that goes into this podcast. But there's
2: usually a bit more intention then. There
1: is a bit more intention. and What would podcasting look like if it was easy? Yes. If it was completely easy, we would have no cameras, no lights. No set, no cute fit, no editing. We would just record, upload, and it'd be done. And so many people do podcasts like this all the time. Mm. And podcasts like these are epic. But you and I have turned it into a full-on production where we create YouTube videos. If you didn't know, by the way, if you go on YouTube and you search Mindspo Podcast, you will find a collection of our episodes. They're all edited beautifully. And today, it just – this is – what podcasting to me looks like when it's easy. And here's the thing, when I let it be easy all of a sudden the motivation came back. Mm. And I think that's such an interesting thing. Sometimes what we are trying to do, it's not that we aren't in alignment with it or we don't want to do it or it isn't the right thing to do. It's just sometimes we've overcomplicated it so much in our heads. We've added so many attachments and so many things that we might have just sucked the fun out of it. Mm. I think this really goes for like life and business and how you just navigate certain things and different different situations, the human mind has a tendency to make things 10 times more complicated than it needs to be. We get into analysis paralysis. We worry about things that aren't even there. We go in loops and cycles in our head. And I think that so often in my life, I've held myself back from going in the direction that I wanted to go because I've made that next step way more complicated than it needed to be. And sometimes I've waited a lot longer than I would have liked to, to go after the things that I wanted in my life because I thought that I had to have all the bells and whistles. I had to, you know... I was comparing my chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. And I think this happens, you know, so much with social media. You know, you look at someone doing something and you see someone that might be doing your dream job or might be, you know, achieving something that you want in your life or having a relationship or, you know, creating a business and you look at them and you go, oh, God, they've got it all figured out and you overcomplicate what your next step is because you start looking at their, you know, 10, 20 steps ahead.
2: Yeah, you got to do it ugly sometimes, you know, you just got to get started. Like if you're an amateur, do it like an amateur because, because all the professionals also have to go through that phase. It's just sometimes you might not see that part. But, yeah, I think, you know, it's so easy in life just to get to stay wherever it is that you are because you just keep reinforcing the exact same reality because you think mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I can't do what all these other people are doing. I I love listening to autobiographies mm-hmm. because, you know, you can get these amazing books where someone's put their entire life story into, you know, into writing And you might only see the end chapters of this person. You might have only heard of them when they were already 50 years old and owned some gigantic company or did whatever it is they did. And when you listen to an autobiography, you suddenly start to hear like, oh, this is just a normal person. Oh, here's their childhood. Oh, here's how they were confused as a teenager and as a young adult. And then here's how they failed. And here's how they failed again. And here's when they finally found their true calling, et cetera, at age 38 or something. And it's really great just to give you courage to realize that, you know, everyone's on their own journey wherever they are. Mm. And yeah, I think we hold ourselves sometimes to such a high standard. You know, we think we need to achieve like the 90 percentile straight away. And meanwhile, it's like. You wouldn't judge other people's progress on anywhere near the same level of severity that you judge your own on. Mm -hmm. You know, you see somebody hitting the 60 percentile and you go, oh, that's good enough. That's pretty good. But you yourself, you have to be an expert the moment you begin, right? And so, yeah, I think…
1: I don't think, have that though. Like, no, I no. mean, a lot.
2: I'm not yeah. saying you do. I think a lot of humans do. <laughs> like, Whoa, shots fired. Whoa, I'm
1: always keen to be the beginner, but I totally understand what you mean. And I think what's so interesting about this, when I really start to think about the idea of like, what would this look like if it was easy? I just, you know, speaking about my own life and things that I've done. Sometimes I'll start something and I'll start to overcomplicate it because I'll get excited about it and then I'll add the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then all of a sudden I've made this conga line of things that go, that are now attached to something that was really simple that I wanted to do. Mm. I'm going to use this podcast as a metaphor. Mm -hmm. So when I started this podcast, we were just like, okay, we'll do a podcast. That's audio. Then I quickly realized that, well, you know, I'm going to do a podcast. I might as well put it on YouTube. So I've been filming every single single one of the Mindspace podcast that requires us, you know, YouTube editing it, cr- creating a whole entire, like a YouTube thumbnail, YouTube description, like there's a whole workflow. Then it goes into shorts and TikToks and there is now, and then there's an email that goes out with the podcast every single time. There is now this huge conga line of things that happen with me just deciding to start a podcast. There is like this trickle effect. And I'm not complaining about that at all. I asked for that. I'm so privileged and excited to do that. And I love it more than anything. However, sometimes even when you make things complicated and you go all in with something, you need to allow yourself to be able to pull back in moments when it gets too much so that you don't stop everything if that makes sense because this has happened to me in my life before not with the podcast guys don't worry i'm not worrying about like thinking about stopping the podcast but i think in my life there have been so many times where i have wanted to do something or i've wanted to go after something and then i've just decided to stop or paralyze myself because i've gotten so in my head that Oh my God, I couldn't possibly do all of these things when I started to realize the magnitude of it. But sometimes the ways one person does something isn't the way that you need to do something. Mm. And I'm sure there are so many people that look at things like podcasting or entrepreneurship or running a retreat or starting a coaching business or quitting their job or traveling to Europe. And then they see it through someone else's eyes and they see it as this really big, complicated thing. And in that moment, I would challenge yourself literally to ask yourself this question that Soul said, which is, what would this thing look like if it was easy? Like, how could I simplify this thing? How could I do it differently? How could I do it in a way that has the least amount of friction and the most amount of flow? Because when I find flow with something, I'm so happy. That is when I feel so in alignment.
2: I mean, there's no reason why a podcast couldn't literally just be a voice memo on your iPhone. Do you know what I mean? So true. Because, like, at the end of the day, the difference to the listener – like you listening right now, right? <laughs> You're listening to us on like high quality podcasting gear right now, but you wouldn't care if this was actually recorded on just an iPhone with somebody speaking, you know, five yeah. centimeters away from the mic. It would make no difference. What really matters is the quality of, you know, the content. What's the conversation about?
1: And think about all the artists in the world. Think about all of those artists out there that started just by doing things the easy way. And I feel like, you know, probably since the 2000s, there's been this complication on making art or putting things out there because we are now exposed to so many polished versions and so many people can kind of be beginners, but have things so polished. And it's kind of, it it stopped so many people, I feel from, you know, putting themselves out there because they're so in their heads, comparing themselves to other people.
2: Totally. There's actually – I can actually think of a great example. I remember when I was at college – in graphic design college 2003 or something, I one time went to a awards show called The Young Guns Video – I don't know, some kind of – it was for like TV commercials. They were giving out these awards in the shape of like a bullet Mm -hmm. for to art directors. And there was a, an ad by Sony when they brought out their new flat screen TV called the Sony Bravia screen. And they had this amazing ad where they were just, where they released like millions of colored rubber balls in slow motion, like down streets in San Francisco and down like stairwells. And it was just this big flood of color, just slow motion moving through this area. That sounds amazing. It, yeah, it was incredible. So if, if you type this into YouTube, if you typed in Sony Bravia I don't know rubber balls or something as well as type in Jose Gonzalez Jose Joe like J-O-S-E Jose Gonzalez it had this really beautiful acoustic song to it and this song actually became huge after this but I remember hearing that this guy actually recorded this song like in his kitchen it was Mm -hmm. just at home in like a little apartment somewhere he just recorded this little guitar song while he was Mm -hmm. singing and then it became this huge hit afterwards same thing you know on a budget of what, two hundred dollars?
1: Yeah. That reminds me of Billy Eilish. I was watching a doc on how they, you know, her and her brother Phineas, like they produce music and they were showing like sections of their track and he was like breaking down what all the sounds were. And in one of their most famous tracks, it's actually an Australian what is that with those things called that you press at the lights? The yeah, the pedestrian yeah. thing yep, that goes yep. bong, bong, bong. at the traffic light. Yeah, it's that sound. And I feel like when you can be the beginner. And when you can just be in this experimental, I'm just going to go with the flow and, you know, do it in whatever energy I'm in. This is when you are actually more magnetic because you are more in flow. And instead of letting resistance win, you go, no, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just going to try. I'm just going to stay in my creative flow.
2: Yeah, there's a paradox there, right? Like the brain convinces you that perfection is better. So, like, high quality is better. And it's like there's some truth to that, of course. You know, something that's really well produced can be incredible, 100%. But it's funny. It's like people, like, as a personality trait, for instance, someone who is perfect at everything, perfect diction and perfect wardrobe Mm. and perfect everything – people will actually want to see that person fail low-key because you want to see like something interesting. So you'd be like, oh, this person's always perfect. Oh God, I would love to see them, you know, trip over or something. So it's really weird. Whereas if you are just real and simple and, you know, just be where you're at, you know, show people your flaws, show them that this is a brand new venture that you've begun. And, you know, you're making these products in your kitchen and it's your first time. And people love that. They will champion that. They'll be like, oh, you know, good on you. You're giving me courage to start something because, you know, you're showing the progress right at step one. And yeah, so I think, yeah. I think, you know,
1: like this way I want to
0: say something, yeah. you know,
1: it's really funny. I'll never forget really early in my meditation. I'm sure you might remember this. You might not really early in my meditation teaching career. I remember I had this fear of being honest about my mental health and, you know, kind of you know, telling people when I was having a downtime or when I was struggling or being vulnerable. And this is like early on, like in social media, when people weren't really talking about mental health. And I've had so many people come up to me and say that are followed me on social Media for years that I was like the first person that they ever saw on social media talk about anxiety or panic attacks or mental health disorders because we were very early to the table and discussing and talking about all these things and have been ever since we've been, you know, navigating this kind of terrain. And I had someone I remember say to me, and they were like, Well, how are you going to operate and, and, you know, be this like person for happiness and meditation when, you know, you have a down day? And I I had this like awareness where I'm like, well, I'm just going to have a down day and I'm going to tell people that I'm not in a super high vibe state and that I'm a human and that I also struggle. And in that moment it was this kind of awareness to me where I had someone ask me something that I'd been thinking in my head and I hadn't actually said out loud that like, of course I'm going to be like real and honest and, and navigate that normally. And it was such an interesting thing because we, you know, go back to this question this is what, you know, I would do if it was easy. I'm not going to, you know, sit there and pretend that things are always amazing all the time. And in, in that moment, my job, you know, teaching meditation and personal development became so much easier because, you know, a few months later, I remember I was navigating something really difficult and I just decided to go out there and tell everyone, Hey, just letting you know, This month's been really hard and it's so funny because I think in life when we realize things don't have to be as complicated as what we think they are and when we take the pressure off ourselves, we create so much freedom and so much space just to be human and to be imperfect and to be, you know, however we are in that moment. And I think one of the most beautiful things about the human experience is that it is so varied. There are so many highs. There are so many lows. There is so much depth to being alive. Like being alive has so much depth to it. It is an absolute ocean. You just never know what you're going to get and what's going to come and how the weather's going to be at the top of the surface. And I think the thing that I always love with meditation is no matter what's happening on the top of the ocean, I feel like life is floating in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And sometimes it's gonna be clear and glassy and serene and so beautiful. And you'll just be there mesmerized by everything around you. And then meditation to me is always this process of you know diving below the ocean surface and getting to this like serene, beautiful place within that exists at all times. But then sometimes I'll come up out of meditation and out of sleep and I'll go up into the ocean for a new day and there'll be a fucking storm (laughs) raging and crazy. And I feel like I'm battling this thing, but I know with a practice like meditation, I can always dive deep within myself and always deep within myself is that point of stillness, that serenity that the ocean offers. And I feel like we just have to remember that when we just keep going with the flow and we accept that it is always going to be ever changing and just ask ourselves, you know, what would we do, you know, if it was easy, things just become so much more simple. Yeah,
2: I think 100%. I mean, in your case, you know, being like choosing to become a advocate for meditation in the age of social media like the hard way is for you to try to appear perfect the whole time and as if you are always happy and you, you, you know your mental health is 100% at all like that sounds hard that mm. sounds like wow that's that's going to be pretty difficult whereas the you know the easy route is like be yourself meditation works right yeah of course it does yeah 100% helps massively 99% of the time when you do it, you know, 1% of the time you get frustrated and you're like, whatever. But 99% of the time it like oh, pulls you right out of there. So then, you know, you can even feel into if you saw someone on social media and they look like just the happiest person all the time. You know, we all know that there are some people who always seem happy. There are some people out there. You, they're just like maybe they're you know, and maybe they are. Maybe they're pretending. I don't know. But there are certain people out there who just look like they're part of the Von Trapp family, you know, and they're just uh, the hills are alive and with the sound of music. music,
1: Now, if if I saw if I saw a (laughs) mental
2: health advocate or a meditation teacher who always seemed like they were a ten out of ten happiness, I would start getting a little suspect after a while. I'd be like, is this person actually being genuine? Because something seems. I don't know, can that be real? Whereas if that person showed me every once in a while, they were like, man, I've been going through a bit of a tough time for the last couple of days. But you know what? Thankfully, I've got my meditation practice. So I'm going to go sit down and I'm going to go calm that storm inside my head. I'll be like, ah, thank you for showing me you're real. And for them, they'd be like, ah, thank God I can be myself. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be that hard.
1: Yeah, I think this is just such a metaphor for so many different. We're dieting all over the place with this podcast. We literally just sat down to record. But I think this is just such a – Whether it's, you know, being, letting yourself off the hook with your mental health and just being real about, you know, how things are or, you know, dropping the perfectionism with work or, you know, comparing yourself to other people or, you know, just overcomplicating what could actually be really simple. Whatever way you want to apply this lesson, it works in so many different ways. And I am definitely in a chapter this next few weeks of continually asking myself, what would this thing that I need to do next look like if it was easy? I'm really moving forward in the next few weeks, doing a lot of self care, looking after myself and just simplifying things. And if you feel like, you know, it's getting to the end of the year or just feeling like you've been giving a lot of energy lately, just ask yourself, what would this look like if it was easy? How could I simplify whatever it is that I'm doing next and just make things a little lighter, give myself a little more breathing space and be kinder to yourself. And just remember to fill up your own cup along the way. Well, thank you so much for listening as always i am so happy we sat down to record this podcast and i just want to give you out there if you're listening a big virtual hug i know whoever's listening to this episode is probably an episode that you need to listen to i always feel like these episodes are divinely guided mm. people need to listen to them at the right time 100%. so i'm energetically sending you a big hug and we will see you in the next one over and out
0: Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifestee from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifeste, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.